the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we've got uh, a full hour of inspiring and transformative talk radio for you. For more information about the Dr. Pat Show, go over to drpatshow.com, drpatshow.com. Lots of information, also information about our makeover. You know, Today we're going to be talking about two things that I believe are very, very important for all of us. Um, one of them has to do with what's going on and what we refer to as the vulture culture. The next conversation has to do with many of us going down the path of being burned out on our jobs. So today it's about taking a look at what's going on on a global level and then on a personal level. Well, I'm thrilled to have joined me here today, my very, very special guest here, Eric Gerst, joining me. He has worked as an attorney and legal consultant for more than 30 years, senior partner in a law firm uh, in offices in Philadelphia and Washington, D.C., and he's joining me here today as someone that is so passionate about what's going on in the insurance industry and what the problems are, and more importantly, what the heck can we do about them? I'm thrilled to have him joining me here today. And many of us look at the vulture culture uh, and we think, what does that mean? And, you know, 7 million Americans living without health insurance, let's talk about that. Eric, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Don't, um, I, I'm so thrilled to have you here today. And this is, I don't think we understand the problem really and how devastating this is. Well, thanks, Dr. Pat, very much. I appreciate being here to talk to your listeners. Um, the insurance industry, is a, most people don't know this, is a $1.4 trillion business in annual revenue in the U.S. alone, and it's the backbone of our economy, and we rely on it, but, and we buy peace of mind when we buy insurance, but the peace of mind is now eroded, and we have a major problem and a coming collapse of the industry. So I wrote uh, the book. It's called Vulture Culture, 30 Deals, Unpaid Claims, and the Coming Collapse of the Insurance Industry. I wrote the book to warn consumers and professionals of the serious problems in the industry, which if we don't fix it, are going to affect us all. I, I got to ask you, Eric. I mean, how the heck did we get here? Well, Were we all kind of asleep, or did businesses change? I mean, you know, what happened? Well, the insurance industry and all of us actually have been hit with a perfect storm. We have a bad economy, and in the bad economy, we have uh, insurance companies who have had a major credit crunch, uh, for example, AIG, one of the biggest insurers in the world, just announced a couple of weeks ago 
that they have suffered a 50% loss in their market value. That's a serious crunch for them, and they've got to figure out a way to make up their own fixed costs. So they have that problem, and they go to the consumer to see if they can increase the premiums, decrease the benefits, and uh, increase the deductibles. Also, the possibility of increased litigation. So you have that problem. You have the um, consumers who are squeezed at the gas pump. They're looking around for places to pinch their pennies. And you have a problem where you have to put food on the table, clothing, shelter, and transportation. But there's a real question as to whether you need insurance. So you have that problem. You have the consumer um, erosion of trust in the insurance company's ability to pay, and you have a failure of uh, enforcement, regulatory enforcement, uh, with the states. So you've got a major problem. You know, when we sit here and we look at this, and, and definitely we're, we're struck by the people that are listening to the show. Many folks have insurance. Many folks do not. But even the folks that do have insurance, you know, we're faced with the continuing growth of that financial burden due to corporations no longer willing to foot the bill. You know, I wanted to ask you, Eric, from your perspective, you know, where do you see the balance point? Where is the tipping point here, you know, between what we're expected and, 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 and reasonably expected to pay and what the obligation might be of government and corporate America? Well, it's a very good question, Dr. Pat, and it's one that's very high on the radar, radar of both political campaigns. I, I just want to correct you on one thing. I think you said there were 7 million uninsured there's actually 47 million uninsured. 16% of the population of Americans in the United States were without health care uh, at least part of the year. Yes, that's right, 47. I think I, I think I, I was doing a little wishful thinking right there, Eric. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard to even get the, word, the words out. 47 million? And wow. The, the other misconception is that these people are all without jobs in point of fact. Uh, the overwhelming majority of uninsured Americans are from families actively participating in the labor, for, for labor force. About 30%, 37% of the uninsureds live in households with an income over $50,000. So when we look at this, and, and you know, you wrote the book, Vulture Culture, Dirty deals, unpaid claims, coming collapse of the insurance industry, hard-hitting expose, a problem-plagued industry, and a compelling case for federal regulation. Why is this, in your opinion, Eric, why is having the government foot the bill for this almost a taboo conversation? Well, I don't know if it's a taboo conversation. In point of fact, I think... Both political campaigns, Republican and Democrat, are searching for an answer and a way to insure these people. These people are part of our workforce, and they need to be covered. Right now, we're spending $10 billion a month in Iraq. If you took that money and put it into 
a health care program, you'd be able to more than cover the necessary uninsured people in the United States, and it wouldn't cost us a dime, at least from the budget we have now. But the budget we have now, of course, has been full of overspending, and uh, we have to look at that, too. So, you know, in in the worlds that we look at when we're looking we're looking at this situation from many different perspective uh, perspectives in you know is this a case of greed on the part of insurance companies or are they truly overwhelmed by the rising cost of of insurance claims? I mean, you know, is our society or the root of what's going on does it have to do with the rise of disease? Well, the one thing we have is, of course, we have a, a, a public that is aging. So we have people that are living longer. So from one standpoint, the insurance companies now, uh, for example, are offering long-term care insurance to people. But what they're surprised to see is that people are living longer. And when claims come in, the people who are buying these policies have a problem because the insurance companies have realized that a lot of people are putting in claims now, and they under-anticipated uh, the amount of claims. So, yes, as a result of uh, the uh, underwriting problems, uh, the long-term care is a major issue in the United States. So when we look at this, the questions, the issues, what what would you say, Eric, is the most important question or a couple of the most important questions that we as Americans should be asking right now? Well, one thing we should do is we have to look at the... When you have a problem like this, this big, you have to pull from the main link of the chain to correct it. And I say the main link of the chain is the problem of regulation in this country. Right now, we have a state-by-state regulation. So if if you're in an HMO, for example in one state, it's entirely different from an HMO in the other state. Mm. The rules are different. The appeal process is different. The payment schedule is different. So we need to have a uniform standard in the United States. We don't have that right now. And it's a shame, but this Congress is now finally looking at this and trying to set up a uniform standard um, with predictability of outcome and they're having hearings on this. And so there's there's so much here for us to absorb and for us to really look at. I mean, a lot of people are pointing to Hurricane Katrina and now the recent storm that, you know, hit the Gulf. I mean, aren't we supposed to have policies in place to kind of help with this stuff? I mean, help me out here to understand What's going on with pointing to a national disaster like that and saying, oh, this has really created an uproar in the insurance industry? Don't, I don't understand. Maybe you can help me. Okay. Well, take Katrina, for example, Okay. and the recent Gustav. We have massive claims that went in, and the insurance companies uh, have used what I call gotcha clauses For example, they had a clause which said in that policy you had coverage for hurricanes. If it was wind, we would pay for it. But if it was wind and water, we won't pay for it. Now, somebody who's looking at a policy 
not going to read the back pages and find that, and all of a sudden they're surprised. We have, by my last count, 17,000 homeowners in Katrina from 2005 still have not been paid. They're standing on their slabs, so to speak. And uh, that's about $2 billion of money outstanding. We need a federal regulator. We need a uniform standard of uh, laws which will enforce penalties against insurance companies that don't pay uh, properly uh, when they're valid claims. Well, let's take a short break on that note. When we return, we'll be talking with Eric Gerst about the vulture culture. And what are your questions about insurance? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is an urgent call, a call to all of us to get educated, informed, and take a position on what's going on here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. Visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite. Shop consciously, explore new ideas, and connect with your world at bleepstore.com. Find the latest in spiritual and documentary films, green living products, and online articles. Dr. Pat listeners receive 10% off with coupon code Dr. Pat. That's D-R-P-A-T at checkout. Go to the drpatshow.com and click on Bleep Store to start your experience. The drpatshow.com. Be the first to join your favorite Hay House authors on the next I Can Do It at Sea. Come aboard a luxurious cruise ship and meet Greg Braden, Brian Weiss, Sonia Choquette, and many more. The seven-night cruise to Alaska on July 11th through 18th, 2009 includes soul-nourishing workshops, spiritual cinema movies in your cabin, autograph sessions, and amazing ports of call. This is a vacation you'll never forget. Cabins are limited. Reserve today. HayHouse.com. When times are tough, folks get running, not Dr. Pat. Instead, she creates an unprecedented way to give back to her listeners. Introducing Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover. Several of Dr. Pat's listeners will embark on a journey to change their lives for good from the inside out. Are you that person? Go to drpatsmakeover.com for details. That's drpatsmakeover.com. The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. 
That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. Hi, I'm Lynn McTaggart. Pat, it is always such a pleasure to be on your show. You ask the kinds of questions that no one asks, and you stimulate me to new places. I'm thrilled to be on your show and also to tell people about our peace intention experiment to get involved on September 14th, that's a Sunday, by first signing up on www.theintentionexperiment.com and you can do forward slash peace and you'll get right to it. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Eric Deger is joining me here today, and I want to make sure that you all have the website. Eric, am I getting your last name right? I, I hope I'm not killing it. It's Gerst. Gerst. And it's G-E-R-S-T. And I want to make sure that everybody here has the website. And it's uh, G-E-R-S-T, legal.com. G-E-R-S-T, legal.com. Right, I, legal.com and the reason I want you all to take a look at this um, the book his book Vulture Culture has now reached the top best-selling number one Amazon and the reason that this is such an important conversation that this is such a really wonderful book in so many ways is because it is about us it's about me it's about you it's about all of us eric i got to ask you you know you're a successful man you know what was it about this topic that kind of put the burr under your saddle so to speak well uh, dr pat i was practicing um for over 30 years, and uh, a significant part of my practice was in insurance, representing insur- a large uh, national brokerage company, also representing people in the industry. I also represented people outside of it. And I started to see uh, that there was a major problem occurring in the industry where uh, there were pressures that were being put on by stockholders who um, bought into insurance companies who said, we need to have a bottom line, a profitable bottom line. Once that happened, we had a lot of policyholders surprised that their uh, normal claims, their valid claims, were being delayed, denied, or terminated. So, you know, part of this is, A, making sure that we are aware before we are knee-deep into a situation where we're caught by surprise. I mean, you know, Eric, I mean, when we look at this, isn't it important for us to get educated and informed, but yet at the same time, from a psychological point of view, it's really difficult to kind of face the music on this. What do you suggest we do? Well, there are a number of things that can be done short-term and long-term. Short-term, we have a state-by-state regulatory uh, rulemaking procedure. We need to have our state regulators get much more active in telling consumers how to read a policy, how to interpret a policy, how to shop for insurance, and how to get better informed. 
become active because now is a perfect time for the insurance companies to make changes in their policies to get the consumer his confidence back. Consumers have now lost trust in the insurance industry and their ability to pay claims. So we have to reinstitute and reinvigorate the consumer to continue to have faith in the in the product. Well, faith is a, a really, uh, for me, one of the top words on my list. Um, you know, are we in denial, Eric, about the direction that we're going here? Are we are we sort of not wanting to uh, face the music and get clear about what might be next uh, for us? I know this is kind of a, a multifaceted problem. First of all, there is the individual that is certainly in a position to be affected by this. But then if you are children of uh, aging parents, my God, you know, you could turn around and not really have a sense of what your parents are, are being faced with. I mean, this is the time for us to speak out. And I want to ask you, Eric, what do you suggest we do? Well, one thing that can be done right now is that consumers should realize that the, this is the right time to tell your agents, tell your brokers that you need to have more explanation of policies. Mm-hmm. You need to have a uh, federal government that gets more active in protecting the consumers. And the state uh, regulators right now have to do the same thing. So uh, let me ask you, here you have this best-selling book, Eric. I don't know if you ever thought it would kind of reach the, the popularity that it's at right now. I'm, I'm curious to well, know that. I'm happy to, to hear that. I'm thrilled about it. But you must be getting hit from all sides. Well, hit isn't the word. I'm actually getting a lot of um, emails and letters from people on both sides of the industry, people who are in the industry, and people who are claimants, both of whom have read the book and seen what's in it and what's good for them, and they've thanked me for putting out a message. My message, my book is actually dedicated to all those people, judges, lawyers, uh, employees, business owners, educators, uh, and so forth, who are for one reason or another, not able to speak out on this issue. So I became their voice, and that may be the reason. You know, and and you absolutely are a voice uh, on this. And what I believe is a call to action, you also believe that, you know, you use the term that the insurance system needs to be overhauled and overhauled quickly. And I wanted to ask you, Is that a realistic uh, agenda? Is this something that we can expect insurance companies to do? I think so. I think um, you can look at the glass as half empty or half full. I'm looking at it as more than half full. I'm with you on that. I'm looking at it as a situation where I think uh, there's going to be a new phase of government where they're going to look to protect the consumers the uninsured, uh, and those who are insured. After all, a majority of the people do have insurance and do rely on it. But if we get caught with gotcha clauses or we get 
delayed or denied or wind up in litigation, that doesn't help anybody. Well, and, you know, the thing that you just said is so important because, you know, part I have to tell you that, you know, I worked for a corporation for a, a very long time, you know, uh, close to 25 years, and I never thought, never thought in my wildest dreams that I would ever have to face the notion of not having coverage insurance of many, many different kinds. What do we say to people right now in corporate America that think they are safe, they're secure, even in government? I mean, you know, the governments are thinking about how can we cut back. I mean, what do we say to these folks? How do we prepare them? Well, for one thing, um, there was a congressman who once said that every letter that he receives is equal to 250 voters. Mm. So if you had four letters out there, that's a 1,000 voters. And in his district, that may make a big difference. So it is um, very, very important at this stage to make sure that the insurance companies hear what the consumers need. And what they need is clarification. They need lower costs. They need more predictability of outcome so that when they move from one state to the other, they're not surprised, and they need a uniform law. Well, I want to thank you uh, for joining us here today. I mean, this clearly is an important conversation. I have an uncle who is close to, uh, I'd say, 96 years old, and he has been passionate about this for decades. He's going to be thrilled about hearing about your work. He's going to be uh, inspired about hearing about your book. And he is someone that has been in front of city councils, in front of Congress people for decades. So I want to thank you, Eric, for um, grabbing the baton. And hopefully many people listening to this show are going to reach out and get ready to take that baton from you so that we can all come to a resolution. I want to ask you, Eric, what is your personal message for everyone today? I want to say to everyone, you are important. You have a voice. Now's the time to speak out, to become vigilant, and to help yourself and your neighbors by creating a better system in the United States, and we all can do it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure everybody has that website again. www.gerstlegal.com. Okay, everyone. And the book, as I said before, you know, this is this is one of these books you're probably going to want to get, you're going to read, you're going to want to share with friends. Um, and I know that being number one on Amazon's best-selling list is no small task. Vulture culture, dirty deals, unpaid claims, and the and the and the coming collapse of the insurance industry. There's something you could do about it. Eric is absolutely passionate about this and available to help or answer questions. You can go to uh, it is uh, Gerst Gerstlegal.com. Gerstlegal G E R S T Legal.com. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. News. 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 Opinion. 
Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you wish you could trust your instincts more? Do you wish you were able to make decisions by confidently following your inner guidance? Maureen St. Germain, a modern-day mystic, road warrior, mom, and former corporate CEO, can help. Here's her tip of the week. When was the last time you knew what you should do, but you didn't trust your gut and you later wished you had? Next time this happens, write it down, even if you didn't act on it. Writing it down in a journal will serve as a reminder to your subconscious that these intuitive hits are real. Maureen St. Germain has the tools and proven successes to help you connect with your highest wisdom. To find your best course of action in all circumstances, Check out Maureen's tools for transformation, meditation CDs, Akashic record readings, courses, and more. You can find Maureen at angleangel.com. That's right, angleangel.com. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, Ancient Wisdom Modern Application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet, donate excess weight, and maintain your ideal state of health, or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted with HUNA? you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. The HUNA Prosperity Weekend will be in Los Angeles October 4th and 5th. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects, just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer, Natural Food, and other fine stores. Go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007. Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007. Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need, and you can sleep on that. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. That's so perfect. I 
think we must be live. I'm, yeah, I got to tell you that you know, Dr. Pam Garcia and I, you're on the Dr. Pat show. I actually have never done that before. Uh, I'm used to the music kind of coming in and just kind of jamming with it. But here we are. I want to welcome everyone to the Dr. Pat show. I, I, let me tell you why that I got caught off guard because I'm talking to Dr. Pam about this topic: how to wipe out job burnout before it wipes you out. And she and I just already got involved in the conversation. I don't know what her story is, but we're going to find out in a minute. I know for myself and what this means to go through burnout, how it shows up, there are more ways that you can be experiencing burnout than you even realize. Mm -hmm. Why is this an important conversation? Well, she's going to tell you why in a minute. And let me just make sure you know who she is. You know, she is clinical psychologist in Dallas and author of Power of Inner Guidance, Seven Steps to Tune In and Turn On. Love that. I hope we get to talk about that a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, here we are talking about burnout. She's also, uh, Dr. Pam teaches graduate psychology uh, courses, um, and she sees people. She has clients. This book right now uh, is the one that I just mentioned, The Power of Inner Guidance. Uh, you know, I got to ask you about the burnout topic because if you're burning out, you're not doing much inner guidance, are you, Dr. Pam? Well, probably not. Probably <laughs> you've gotten out of touch with that. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely would like for folks to get back in touch with themselves so that they can, you know, pick up on the fact that they're burning out quickly. Okay, let's start right at the top with the conversation burnout. I think a lot of people have heard this. And yet, if you ever walk up to someone, okay, I'm sure you you have not done this, and you walk up to them and you listen to them for about five minutes, and after about five minutes say, oh, my gosh, you're like burning yourself out. They're like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm just a type A. My mm-hmm. question to you is, what are the signs of burnout? It's a term we hear, but I think we know very little about it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think it also is different for different people, like you were mentioning earlier in terms of how tuned in you are to yourself. So I think if you're more tuned in, you'll notice things like persistent feelings of not wanting to do the work in front of you and feeling maxed out and saturated, just kind of depleted like a car that's run out of gas. But if you're not that tuned in, some of the those things might not pop up for you right away, and you might be noticing more of the things that accompany burnout, like your mood might just be more depressed or irritable or anxious, and your energy and motivation might be down, you're just less efficient, um, just having like a sense of dread or not really wanting to uh, try too hard, just feeling helpless. Even people have sleep problems and appetite changes from burnout, and, and if it goes on for the long term, they can have health problems. So let's talk about this because there's no question about health problems, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, but more importantly, uh, health problems probably are the last things to show up. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you think, I mean, all the work that you've done, the people that you see, I, I mean, we're probably buttoned up against relationship breakups, divorce in some cases, you know, uh, mm-hmm. being totally tuned out to life. I mean, how exhaustive is this? Um, how exhausted is being tuned out to life? I'm burned out. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because the statistics on it really vary depending on uh-huh. the population that they're looking at, and it, it can go anywhere from, you know, like 10% all the way up to like 64%. And so much of it 
depends upon how the individual's handling it and also the job that they're in or the situation that they're in. Okay, so, you know, this is a, a topic that I know that I'm passionate about because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been at this place. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been at the borderline of, of, of burnout, if not burned out myself, but I didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how can we tell if the issue is the job or if it's something else? Right. Well, that's a really good question because sometimes it is hard to pinpoint what's going on with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, you. I think it's good to look at both things and recognize that it can be either or it can be both, um, meaning it can be the job or it can be you or it can be both. Mm-hmm. So if it's the job, some of the characteristics of jobs that burn people, that sort of predispose people to burnout mm-hmm. are things where there's really low redeeming factors, um, such as low pay, low status, low friends, not a lot of pleasure, um, just feeling like it's not offering a sense of value to you within your own sense of what your purpose is, a job that doesn't take care of their employees where there's a high risk of injury or a lot of stress. Those are some of the characteristics that um, predispose people in their jobs. And then in terms of the other side of it, what if it's you? You know, What if it's something that you're doing or not doing? And I've noticed that the people who tend to be more predisposed to this are those who don't really take the time to take care of themselves in um, in terms of, like, giving themselves a break, patting themselves on the back, using those vacation days, planning ahead, um, really just refueling. Just demand, they just demand so much from themselves. And sometimes it will show up because they start to procrastinate because they get themselves into a position of being overwhelmed. But um, I think that, you know, looking at what you're doing, you know, are you giving yourself time to play? Are you taking some time out to really listen to yourself and and pay attention to what you're experiencing? You know, I I had a conversation yesterday. I did a show with Dr. Travis Bradbury, who has written a book called Squawk, Mm. about our boss Mm and bosses. And I wanted to talk with you about this because we're talking about job burnout. Mm-hmm. What what's the X factor, so to speak, regarding the bad boss? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. See, you and I probably had a few of these. <laughs> Do I have you, to pick one? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've both taught at the college level. I've been in, in mm-hmm. you know, worked for a company for a really long time, and I dedicated you know my dissertation to. Uh, you know, managerial, supervisory, integrity, and broken promises. So do you think mm-hmm. this is important to me? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, well, you know, it's true. You know, we need to pay attention to the bosses, too. And, uh, you know, are they keeping their promises? Are they uh, respecting um, the job description, so to speak, <laughs> that that you signed up for? Are you, um, are you getting a lot more than you expected out of in terms of job demands and getting a lot less in terms of you know maybe pay or reinforcement or um mm-hmm. or whatever it is that's important to you so um yeah it's definitely a balancing act and that's you know certainly something that we need to pay attention to as well so let me ask you this question a lot of people think when they hear burnout they think oh you know what 
this is like been on that job too long. And, you know, they kind of look at this stuff and wonder if this has to do with age, if it has to do with time on the job. I mean, mm-hmm. are you finding that burnout, job burnout in particular, uh, it, you know, is drawn to any one generation, any one type? Is it women versus men? Is there any pattern in this, or is it just, wow, mm-hmm. any number you know of what? things? It, it's interesting because there is, some research to indicate, you know, that, that age can, age and time on the job combined can increase your, you know, your uh, vulnerability to it. But overall, in terms of just the stats, I haven't been able to find things that, that really pinpoint and say, okay, you know, men have it more than women or, you know, um, just like that one group is definitely going to be more predisposed. It seems mostly to do with occupational, um, you know, factors combined with individual factors. Well, let's talk about some of that. I mean, we've talked about some of the occupational factors. I mean, mm-hmm. we've definitely talked about some of the jobs. You know, there are some jobs also that have been known to have a high hmm, rate of or frequency of things like alcoholism, drug addiction, so forth and, and so on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we automatically go to the place, well, those must be the jobs where you also get burned out. Is mm-hmm. that a correlation that we can make? Um Yes, I think it's it's a fair correlation, although I can't really claim to have uh, researched it in that, looking at it from that angle, you know. But if you, I, I think that you can say that if you look at the jobs that have a lot of risk factors, those people who go into it that are maybe predisposed to addictions, um, you know, and so therefore they develop addictions or, or enhance their addictions when they're in that job, um, those jobs, May, will probably have the same kind of characteristics as those that which would be high stress and would lead also to burnout. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I guess some of those jobs you also find like-minded people who are also stressed out and burned out, so you can go drink with them. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. There you go. And then the, the health habits just start declining from there. Uh, there you go. But this is really, I mean, you, you and I are kind of making light of this a little bit, but yeah. I know that you're, you know, you're, this is, you are in a practice and you see this every day. Right. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, for me it's a, it's a topic that's really important because I see people that are on the end of suffering and, um, you know, and want, to make some changes in their lives, and they want to feel better, and they don't really know why they don't feel well. So a lot of times it is because they're in that state of burnout. You know, you've written a book, and I mentioned the book earlier, uh, uh, and, and, and what this talks to, it talks to the... Uh, what I think is one of the most important things we can look at, the power of inner guidance, what that means to, to, to tune in and turn on. And and I wanted to ask you, being tuned in and turning on, what does that do to help us move beyond burnout? We're going to take a short break when we come back, and we're going to address that question. My very special guest today, Dr. Pam, Pam Garcy, how to wipe out job burnout before it wipes you out right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hay House invites you to a glorious weekend retreat in Tampa, Florida. Meet more than 30 of your favorite authors for the inspiring, uplifting I Can Do It conference coming to Tampa this October 3rd through 5th. Join Wayne Dyer, Sylvia Brown, Caroline Mace, Colette Baron-Reed, John Holland, Marianne Williamson, and more for a weekend of spiritual discovery and great fellowship. It's the I Can Do It conference for life-changing good times. See details at ICanDoIt.net. Dr. Pat's giving away an iPod to a lucky listener every month. Yep, every month. All you have to do is go to the drpatshow.com. That's the drpatshow.com. Then sign up for our weekly newsletter. When you sign up for the newsletter, not only will you be entered to win the iPod, you'll also be kept up to date on all the awesome things that we're doing here at the Dr. Pat Show. So remember, go to the drpatshow.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can't afford to miss out on this. Are you starting a new business? Signing a contract or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwig uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Are you the owner or manager of a struggling small business? Do you feel alone in your battles? The Small Biz Sherpa can help. Do you want to increase sales or decrease costs? Do you wish your employees were more motivated or cared as much as you do about the bottom line? Call the Small Biz Sherpa. Learn how you can change your company's fortunes by involving and engaging your staff. Create bonus and incentive programs that pay your people more while improving your bottom line. The Small Biz Sherpa has done it himself, and now he'll show you how to do it too. Visit smallbizsherpa.com or call 206-505-9752. That's smallbizsherpa.com. Small, B-I-Z, Sherpa.com. Be sure and sign up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter so you can find out about the latest guests, events, promotions, and giveaways. Visit the drpatshow.com and register now. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. You know, I'm so, I'm jazzed, totally jazzed to have Dr. Pam Garcy joining us here today. You know, we're talking about how to wipe out job burnout before it wipes you out, but I also want to mention that she is um, a best-selling author of The Power of Inner Guidance, Seven Steps to Tune In and Turn On. If you want to find out more about that, uh, go to myinnerguide.com, myinnerguide.com. You know, Dr. Pam, thank you so much for joining us here today. I, I really think that this is an important conversation. I, I don't think burnout's going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that unless we do something to help people with this, it's just going to feed all sorts of things that we don't want in our lives. Uh, and I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, what can we do? Well, I think that's such a, an important question, and I'm glad you asked it. Um, first, I think that it's important to really understand the mechanism behind burnout in a okay. really simple way, and then you can 
be aware of that and try to take care of that. So, okay. First of all, I mean, it's it's really the way I look at it is it's really basically an input to output ratio thing where you basically want to make sure that you reinforce yourself as much as you're putting out and that you're taking care of yourself as much as possible to kind of refuel. So if you stay focused on the bigger goals, take breaks and fill up and have fun in between, you're going to be much less likely to burn out. So let's talk about how we get folks that are generally, um, uh, you know, it, it is so taboo to take a break. I, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, this is, you know, this, this is really, uh, I think, the first step to really knowing and understanding that we deserve. Mm-hmm. We deserve a break, don't you think? Definitely. You know, I was talking to a book club recently, and there were a lot of people from other countries, and one of the ladies said, you know, she said, what I noticed about your country is, she said, people live to work instead of, I mean, they work to yeah, they live to work instead of working to live mm-hmm. in your culture. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thought, you know. So um, I think it's important for us to remember, you know, that we are human beings, we're not machines, and it's good for us to be fulfilled and to have joy and pleasure and fun. Well, and there you have it. Now, you know, your work is, it's actually multifaceted in what you do and how you, you know, work with your clients. Um what is the best way to detect that I'm like in in a burnout state? I mean, is there a self test that I could do? Well, you know, there actually are different research measures that are used by researchers um and that are available online that you can just quickly even get for free. Um but I think that really you can <laughs> probably before even going into a self test I think just taking a break and stepping back from the scene for a minute and asking mm-hmm. yourself some questions can be extremely helpful. Is, is, is money one of the major contributors or lack of or fear of lack of money uh, part of the equation here? What gets us to kind of keep working, 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 you know, just like little rats running around a little machine after a piece of cheese? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, different things motivate different people. You know, some people have really strong achievement needs. Some are more anxious and they're oriented by fear. Um, so it really is different for different folks. But different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think that, yeah, it, it can be money in some cases because people are afraid. You know, and they're at that point they're they're moving out of fear and they don't want to lose their jobs and they're afraid that they have to produce, 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 but they don't realize that they're actually decreasing their productivity when they get into a state of burnout. Uh, you know, this for me is one of these things that I would have loved to discover early on in my mm-hmm. career. You know, how important is this work to you? How important is this message to help people find that inner guide? Why is that uh, such a, an important aspect of pretty much calming ourselves down here? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of a lot of good questions. Um, well, in terms of why it's important to me personally, it's because I've had different things going on in my life where I went through a period of burnout also, so I know what it feels like, and I don't, I didn't like it, you know, and I don't think people um, realize sometimes what causes it, and it sort of sneaks up on you, and so it's good to get past that, um, you know, once you understand what's going on, so you're just taking those steps. And then um, you also asked about 
how inner guidance is yes. is really important. Yes. Um, you know, for me personally, I think that when I learned how to calm myself and turn inward and start asking myself the bigger questions and um, or even the littler questions <laughs> um, and just listening and and getting tuned into what what my experience was in response to the questions. I found that it gave me a lot of peace and clarity and helped me go into directions that I might not have gone in. And those directions really opened up a lot of fulfillment for me personally. And I've seen it happen with clients, too. So I thought, hey, I'll write a book about it. What do you think the greatest challenge is right now that we face? I mean, let's take it in two parts, one in the workplace and two in our personal lives. The greatest difficulties? Yeah, the greatest challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think in the workplace, as at least as it, within our culture, I think it's important for us to recognize that we're human beings, and I think I think we um, sometimes lose sight of that in the workplace. I think we just become all about output and not about um, the process it takes to get to the product, you know. Um, sometimes I think we forget and we get too, um, we, we push too much and we don't balance out. And I think if we get, if we stay balanced, we actually end up producing a lot better quality stuff and it's, it's just more fun to do and then we're better off in the long run. And then you said what's the biggest challenge we face as individuals? Yes, personally. You mean within our culture as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think to me, looking looking at it, I think um, it's defining your sense of purpose and living a life of passion is a is a really big hurdle. Of course, I think these challenges are really developmental too. You know, mm-hmm. at different phases in life, you're going to have different hurdles. So I may be seeing that one because that was one I just overcame. You know? Okay. Uh huh. You know, so in all fairness, I'm probably a little biased on that, but but I think you know over the lifespan. You know, eventually we do get to that point of wanting to self-fulfill. And, you know, hopefully, and I want to share this with everybody listening, hopefully you're going to get to that point sooner rather than later, but it's okay mm-hmm. if you get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is, I think, Dr. Pam, you, you know, we're looking at um, being able to share some information, some insight with our listeners around an action they can take right now. You know, taking a time out, so to speak, taking a break, uh, can come in very in, in a variety of forms, and you've pointed that out. I wanted to ask you about the book uh, that you wrote, The Power of Inner Guidance, Seven Steps to Tune In and Turn On. Tune in, turn on. I, could you give me a brief description of how that plays out in the day-to-day life for people? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, yes. Um, I think that when – do you mean the process of it or how it looks? Well, it, you know, let's just talk about tuning in and turning on okay. um, as something that we invite people. Let me ask you a different question. What's okay. your personal message for our listeners today? That I would like them to listen to themselves, get back in touch with themselves, and be true to themselves. I love that. Dr. Pam Garcia joining us here today. Her website, myinnerguide.com, www.myinnerguide.com. And for more information about us, if you missed any part of this show, go to thedrpatshow.com. That is www.thedrpatshow.com. Until next week, make sure you kick it up a few notches, live life full out, and remember to tune in and turn on. We'll see you next week.
Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Vasily.